From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens, where we discuss issues involving our children as they're growing up. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. It's now one of my favorite times of the year, and I know it is for many of you as well. The holidays can be a great time for fun and spending time with family and friends, but for some it may be more difficult time. So today we're going to be talking about how to enjoy the holidays, but also keep your, you and your family safe and happy. Share your questions and comments with us this morning by giving us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. It's now one of my favorite times of the year, and I know for many of you it is as well. The holidays can be a great time for getting together with friends and family, but it also can be a more difficult time for some others. So today we're going to be talking about how to enjoy the holidays, but also keep you and your family safe and happy. As usual, we'll be taking your questions and comments, and we'd love to hear from you. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can always send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. So the holidays are here. Um, I think for several, this is uh, maybe they're already out of school or tomorrow is their last day or today may be their last day. Um, The Christmas parties and everything is really gearing up now and it's just around the corner. Um, I love this time of year. It's my favorite time of the year. Uh, I love Thanksgiving too, but Christmas is just my favorite. Um, and regardless of what your religion is or what holiday you celebrate, you know the holiday spirit is just—it's um, just a special time. Um, it's a great time to be with your friends and family, um, to reconnect, to have fun together. It also can be a, a difficult time for people. Um, it's stressful time. Kids are out of school, um, which can be stressful in a lot of parents because, especially if both of the parents work, trying to find childcare um, presents. You know, uh, a lot of people give gifts during this time. So, coming up with gifts for people um, financially, it can be hard for some people. Um, and then, you know, thinking of lost loved ones is always a difficult time. The holidays are a time for to spend time with your family. And so thinking of those that aren't here with us anymore can always be really hard. Um, but overall, it's a great time. It's a great time to teach your kids new lessons too for life. Um, so you want to make sure that you use this time to spend time with your family and enjoy and create new memories and start new traditions. You know, our our culture, our world has gotten very materialistic. And so now is a great time to re, kind of refocus that for you and your family. It's a great time to teach your children about what to be thankful for and what they can do for others during this time. 
there's so many opportunities out there for um, for you, for your family, for your children to get involved in different volunteer programs. Whether that be, you know, volunteering uh, by going and visiting people in the nursing home or in the hospital. We had some carolers yesterday up at the hospital, um, a group of kids coming with the volunteer services, caroling for some of our patients. Um, I know my sister is a kindergarten teacher, and all of the ki- their kindergarten classes went to the nursing home and, and passed out little art pieces of art and uh, that the kids had made and sang carols. So it's a great time to let your kids, there's so many opportunities, uh, to get involved in volunteering. It's also good to, uh, you know, there's so many different programs out there where you can adopt families in need. Um, and give them gifts and different things that they maybe need that they can't afford. Um, And so if you are financially able to do that, that is always a great option. Uh, Getting your kids involved with that. So, you know, going and picking a family, reviewing their list, and taking your kids to go shopping with you to get those gifts. Uh, It's always great to get them involved in that. It's teaching them so many life lessons that they're going to carry on into the future. And it's a great opportunity to create a new tradition with your kids. So every year you're going to go volunteer down um, at the local food bank where you can help donate or you can help pass out food for the day. Or every year you're going to go to the nursing home and visit. And the kids are going to remember that and they're going to want to continue that. And hopefully it's something that they will share with their friends and their friends will want to get involved. And it's something that they'll pass on down to their children one day. Um, and so you're kind of create, going on instilling that, uh, that joy and that holiday spirit and that uh, gift of giving so that they'll continue that. Own. A couple of other things to remember. It's fun hanging out with family. It's fun hanging out with friends. But, you know, we also have to remember our safety during that time, too. So there's lots of different things that kids can get wrapped up in and caught up in and uh, make it unsafe. Uh, one thing that I want to always remind you is washing hands this time of year is so important to wash your hands. Um, the respiratory viruses, which we've talked about before in here, uh, flu virus, um, but any of the respiratory viruses are all uh, mostly transferred by hands and touching hands. So when you sneeze into your hand or you cough into your hand and then you touch a different surface, you're spreading those germs. So washing hands is so important. You know, I always tell um, new moms when they come in with their kids, you know, it's okay to be that mom, to be that person that carries your hand sanitizer around and makes everybody wash their hands before you touch their baby. And it's okay to do that for older kids and for our elderly patients and for you in general. It's, uh, you know, everybody can get really sick this time of year. And so we want to make sure that everybody's washing hands really, really well. The other thing is, you know, you're going to be going to maybe going to other people's houses and um, other family members' houses. So it's important to make sure, especially if you have young children or our older patient population out there, make sure that the people you're going to be around have gotten their flu shots. Um, Because I know a lot of you, we've talked 
on here several times about the importance of flu shots. Uh, but you may have gotten protected, but the others may not have and may not have gotten their vaccines. So always try to encourage them, too, that if they're going to be around your little ones or your adult parents, um, that you want to make sure that they've all gotten their flu shots because you want, you've done your part to keep you safe and you want them to do their part as well um, to, to protect your baby as much as you can. So always think about that. Washing hands, so important. Get your flu shots so that when you are around all these others, we're not going to be spreading too many viruses. We've had a, a lot of respiratory illnesses going on right now, um, both in the clinic and in the hospital. Um, RSV or RSV-like illnesses um, that are causing uh, little ones to get sick uh, every day. So we want to prevent that if we can. We're talking today about the holidays and how to have a fun holiday and keep everyone safe and happy. We'd love to hear any questions or comments you may have. Give us a call and let us know some of your holiday traditions that maybe um, you would like to share and let others, you know, maybe take that and run with that idea. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Another thing to think about if you're going to somebody else's house, um, particularly grandparents or maybe um, older aunts and uncles where no longer kids are living in the household, you know, they probably haven't baby-proofed their house in a really long time. So that's something to think about. Uh, They're going to have stuff out on coffee tables. They're probably going to have cleaning supplies down and in reach of kids because if you don't have kids, most of the time you're not concerned about keeping those locked up and put up so just make sure you remind them when you're going to your loved one's house if especially if you're going to stay the night that they kind of baby proof the house at least temporarily put different things up that the kids could get hurt with um, that the kids could potentially ingest like cleaning supplies The other things are medicines you know uh, most of our parents out there are very conscientious about even just Tylenol and Advil, having that put away for the kids so that they can't get to it. Um, But especially prescription medications. We see this a ton, kids getting into people's prescription medicines. Uh, Purses, you know, if you have your medications in your purses, a lot of people forget about that because they'll just put their purse in the ground and kids will, you know, rummage through the purses and grab people's medicines and take handfuls of that. So just something to think about that you may kind of have forgotten, especially if your kids are older. But if you have are going to be around younger kids, think about baby proofing. Um, cleaning supplies, medicines are going to be the two biggest things that we see kids get into an overdose zone at this at young ages. Um, another thing when you're traveling is to make sure that you have all the important numbers that you're going to need and all the different supplies. Um, I always like to travel with like a little, I call it my little doctor's kit that has all my medicine, you know, common medicines that people may need, such as Tylenol and Advil, um, some antihistamines like Benadryl or Zyrtec, you know, if you get cold symptoms, uh, you know, typical like little topical steroid, hydrocortisone cream, antibiotic cream, Band-Aids, you know, just a few of the essential things that if you, especially if you're not going to have access to uh, different drugstores or Walmarts or anything like that, uh, you want to have like a little kit to be ready for that in case you need it. The other thing is having like phone numbers, you know, who to call in case of an emergency, uh, your pediatrician's number, have that written down and available so that if something were to come up um, or for our adult patients as well, have your your doctor's uh, phone number. 
a lot of times the clinics are going to be closed during the holidays, but they have somebody on call all the time usually, or at least have some kind of system for a call so that if you needed something, you could always call your doctor's office. Uh, the poison control, that's another number that we try to tell parents to always have on hand. You can Google it. It's really easy to find the poison control number. So if you don't have it written down, that's okay. Um, but poison control is the number to always have on hand. Uh, if there's ever any uh, possibility that your kid got into anything, the poison control is so helpful. They can help you calculate like how much your kid uh, got in, whether that was you know medicine or try to estimate if they got into like a cleaning supply or something like that, and how close you need to watch, like how long you need to watch them, what symptoms you need to look for, if you need to go to the ER, they're very helpful and a great resource. So always uh, remember poison control if there's something that you're worried about that maybe your kid got into, and it's great to have it on hand. But like I said, with smartphones available, you can always Google it and call call right away. So we're talking today about the holidays and how to have fun and stay safe, um, holiday traditions, and we'd love to hear any of your comments or any questions that you may have. So give us a call at 1-877-672-7464. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. Today we're talking about one of my favorite times of the year, the holiday season, and all the fun that it brings, but also the stress and the difficult time that it can be. So we're talking about how to enjoy the holidays, but to keep you and your family safe and happy during this time. We'd love to hear any of your comments, any stories or traditions that you may have for the holidays that you want to share with us. Give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can always send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. So we talked a little bit about what to think about during the holidays when you're going to be around different family and friends. You know, gift giving is the other another big thing that happens at the holidays. Um, really, no matter what you're celebrating, a lot of times uh, we we give gifts. And so in this tech savvy world that we live in now, um, technology gifts or technology based gifts are very common, and that's a lot of what children want. And there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. Um, you know, a lot of those tech gifts are actually really helpful to for kids and some of their learning. Um, 
because there's all kinds of different apps and different things that they can do. They can read books on a lot of these tablets and different things as well. But we don't want to forget about some of those other old school kind of gifts that we all used to get growing up too, before technology really kind of took over everywhere. So, you know, some of the things that I kind of want to make sure that we talk about and don't forget about are just simple things like books. You know, books are always a great gift. It's great for any age. It's wonderful for little kids. Um, You know, obviously, they're not going to want big books, but the little cardboard books, uh, because, you know, everything goes in the mouth. Um, But little cardboard books, different books with texture in them, you know, different things where they can um, pull up different things and see things where they can touch if it's different textures on the book. That's great for little kids. They love that. Reading with your child is a great way to help them develop their language and communication skills. So we definitely want to get kids reading as early as we can. Um, You know, for our kids like kindergarten, first grade kids who are just learning how to read, it's great for instilling those uh, skills that they're learning at school, and it helps them practice that. And hopefully you can instill that love of reading early at, at an early age. Older children sometimes don't like books as much, uh, but it's still good to try to encourage them and try to get them engaged in reading uh, because that's always good. Um, It helps. It helps everything. It helps their language skills. It helps um, their in school, their different retention. Uh, So reading is great. Don't forget about books. Uh, just simple toys that, uh, you know, blocks, baby dolls, uh, musical instruments like little uh, xylophones or little keyboards that we used to play, cars, trains, um, all of that are so, they're so simple, but they're great tools for helping children with their learning. Um, it helps them, you know, with imagination. It helps uh, their blocks in particular, helps them with some of their fine motor skills by having to stack things, uh, which we know motor skills and language development do go hand in hand. So helping kids with their motor skills is always great for their development overall. Board games are another great option. Um, I don't know how many people out there love a game night. Uh, But, you know, game nights are great. Board games are a great thing to play with your family. And that's what's so nice. You know, that gets everybody around and everybody involved. Uh, It can get a little competitive. But usually it's all in good, fun competition. So lots of laughs um, and a lot of fun for the family. It's great for getting to interact with your children. Costumes, dress up, you know, that allows kids to expand their imagination and their creativity, um, keeping kids kids, you know, using their imagination. Anything outdoorsy, too, you know, so basketballs, baseballs, kickballs, uh, jump ropes. You can do sidewalk chalk. They love to play outside and ride on the sidewalk um, to make like hopscotch or whatever you want to do, four square. But getting the kids, that's a great way to get them outside. You know, something simple, just a, a basketball or a kickball can get your kid outside and getting them that physical activity. That's fun. You know, we, we've talked in here about how important it is for kids to be outside and playing and getting that physical activity. And so this is a great way to get your kid outside and getting some of that activity in, but also making it fun for them. So that they enjoy it and they're, you know, they're interested in it. 
We're talking today about the holidays and the fun and the stress that comes with that. Uh, we're talking now about giving gifts. If we'd love to hear any questions and comments that you may have, share some of your holiday traditions or some of your favorite gifts to give. Give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB Ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Um, puzzles are another good thing. Kind of goes with the, the games, you know, the board games. It's something that you can do as a family. You can work on a big puzzle together as a family. But it's also really good, again, for developing analytical and problem-solving skills, helping our kids with their development. You know, they have diff- uh, puzzles out there for all different ages, starting from really young kids doing puzzles to all the way the really advanced 500-piece puzzles that take hours to do. Uh, but it's good for any ages. It's also good for us as we get older. Um, it keeps our mind going. Crossword puzzles, actual puzzles, those are all really good for our mind to stimulate our mind as we're getting older. Uh, you know, just the regular old crayons and coloring books, markers, Again, that's really good for kids to develop their motor skills, particularly their fine motor skills. Uh, But it's also fun. Another good gift is always like a ticket to some kind of kid-friendly show or maybe going to a sporting event uh, that allows you to, the parents and the children, to, again, experience things together. So you can kind of see a theme throughout this. Um, You know, trying to get all these presents and gifts are trying to get the family together, trying to get the family to interact, um, especially the parents with the children. They're also good for getting the children uh, to develop their different skills, whether that be motor skills, language skills, analytical skills. All of these gifts are great for that. Like I said, you know, technology-related gifts are not a bad thing. Um, they're very popular, and it is not a bad thing. There's there's tons of uh, different learning opportunities with those as well. It's also a good opportunity to talk to your kid about, you know, setting limits for that. So that's fine. We can get our iPad, our tablet, whatever it is. But we're also going to have rules, and we're going to have limits on how often we can use it and when we are going to use it. But tech gifts, are fi- they're a great option. Uh, but don't forget about the old school gifts as well. So some of those old school gifts we talked about, um, a few other ones that kind of seem to come around a lot are bicycles. Um, I feel like every year kids are getting bicycles, continue to, which is a wonderful thing. Great to get the kids outside and physically active like we talked about. But we can't forget about the safety too, you know. So um, with the bicycle, always make sure they're wearing their helmet too. So, you know, if they get a a bicycle as a gift, try to make sure to go in and get a helmet with them. Uh, The helmet sometimes can be a little more pricey, uh, but it is definitely needed for the children's safety. A bicycle helmet is made differently than other helmets. So if your kid already has like a football helmet or a baseball helmet or some other kind of helmet, it's different than a bicycle. They, when they make these helmets, they're making them for what kind of potential injury they could have. And so a bike injury is going to be different than someone, an injury from someone playing football or baseball. So make sure that it is a helmet specifically for bike riding. So that's something to always remember. Um, you know, talk to your kids about safety too with the bike when they get it. Uh, so they need to make sure they're riding on the right side of the road, not riding it at night. Um, we're always wearing our helmet, even if it is going to be just a short ride. They always need to wear their helmet. So talk to them about that if they get their bike. 
Um, another thing is a trampoline. I feel like that's always another big gift people get at Christmas that can be very dangerous. Um, we see lots and lots of broken bones, concussions, sprains, um, can have some head and neck injuries on the trampolines. Lots of fun, but lots of potentially dangerous activity on a trampoline. Um, so the AAP really doesn't like, doesn't recommend you having a trampoline at home. But that being said, if you do, a few things to remember are always have an adult out there for supervision when your kids are jumping on the trampoline. Uh, tr- the more people on a trampoline, the more dangerous it is because uh, people can usually uh, run, bump into each other. You know, I know I was guilty of it as a kid where you would try to make each other jump higher um, when jumping together. And it just makes you at risk for more injuries when you've got more than one person on there. Uh, make sure that your trampoline has the padding on it so you can get a padding around that covers the springs. Uh, you can also get some enclosures for the trampoline so that kids are less likely to fall off the trampoline. Um, and it's important to make sure that if you do get that padding and enclosure, which we recommend, that you watch it because, you know, trampolines are outside with the weather. There's wear and tear in that. So make sure that you're keeping up with that um, so that you can protect your children. Um, when they're playing on the trampoline. We're talking today about holidays and all the fun, and uh, but trying to make sure we keep your family safe as well during this time. We'd love to hear any of your comments, so give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. Today we're talking about the holiday season and how to have fun and spend time with your families and friends, but also keep your family safe and happy and healthy. We'd love to hear any of your stories that you may have about the holidays. So give us a call and share what traditions you like to do with your children and um, different gifts maybe that you've given that you uh, think are great for children. Or really, you can call us about anything. Call us at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can always send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. So we talked about different gift options for our kids, you know, and um, that are different from tech-savvy uh, gifts. Uh, just the old school kind of gifts that you can really get involved with your children. But we also were talking about safety and how important it is to remember about some of these gifts. 
like bikes and trampolines and things like that that you see. You know, kids, the the minute they get these, that's the first thing they want to do is go immediately outside. So uh, we always see broken bones and uh, different different things that in the ER on Christmas Day or the day after Christmas, we see lots of broken bones and things like that from kids getting out there and enjoying their toys. So just remember to make sure that they're safe, uh, safely enjoying these toys as well. Um, a couple of other things, you know, to think about safety-wise for kids is uh, the holiday. Lots of decorations go out. So with that is lots of potential for injuries. We've, we see lots and lots of um, burns this time of year, whether that be from candles or lights, uh, fireworks. That's another big thing. So making sure that you think about that kind of stuff. So uh, when you're putting lights in the trees, make sure that you look and there's no uh, shorts in there. All the wires are appropriate. There's no broken bulbs. Um, some of the bulbs also have lead in them, so you want to make sure that the kit, that those are lead-free um, because if you have little ones, you know everything goes straight to their mouth. Um, you know, live trees, making sure that they're healthy and fresh because if they're not, the more dried out they are, the more potential for fires, so you want to make sure you watch that. Um, if you have kids or, or um, out there, you know that they go straight to pulling the ornaments down. Um, we, we it definitely happens uh, with little ones. It happens with pets as well. Uh, so always trying to make sure that you are safe with your trees, uh, keeping those ornaments up higher so that the kids don't try to grab at those and break those um, if they're lower down. Uh, a lot of our ornaments are glass ornaments. And so when they do break, they have very sharp edges and so easily can get cuts um, from the broken ornaments. So you want to just be aware of that. There's lots and lots of candles this time of year. Like I was talking about, burns are super common this time of year, whether that be from candles. Um, fireworks is another big thing this time of year. So fire safety is a big thing. So making sure that um, you blow out all of your candles uh, if you're going to bed. Uh, talk to your kids about uh, the fire, uh, the fireplace. That's one big thing. Oh, my goodness, we see a lot is uh, fireplace fires and burns. Uh, so it's something very important to talk to your kids about. And a few things to think about for the fireplace. You know, try to use a dry wood um, because the wet wood tends to make it more smoky, which can really irritate um, our lungs, our kids' lungs, especially if our kids have any kind of asthma or anything like that. It'll definitely irritate them. So uh, the smoky stuff. So trying to use dry wood Smaller pieces of wood tend to not uh, be as smoky, so trying to make sure you use smaller pieces of wood so that it doesn't get a smoke in your house. Clean out your ashes. That's another big thing. Um, if it's a big pile of ashes in there, it'll definitely uh, make it more smoky. But the other thing is trying to talk to your kids about not getting too close to the fireplace or if you have like a glass screen. I know a lot of people out there have those. Um, even if it's not a real fire, even if it's a gas fire, I've seen you've, there's a lot of fireplaces out there that have those glass screens over a gas lit fireplace. Um, and those get so hot. And so we, we see kids get burned from those because you look, you know, they know it's glass there, but they can still see the fire. So they want to touch it. Um, and it's very hot. And we see very commonly kids get their hands burned with that. Um, being careful if you're going to let your kid, like, help you with the fire, you know, if you're making the fire. Because kids, um, 
will try to touch things and try to get very involved. And so we see a lot of burns with that as well. Uh, you know, the fires will pop, and so uh, kids are easily easily burned with that. Um, if they do get burned, you know, make sure you put immediately put it under some cool water. If it's just a little redness, there's really not much to do. Um, if it's a little more severe burn, it may blister up a little bit. And you can put, you know, again, run it under cool water, keep it clean with soap and water, maybe put a little antibiotic ointment in there. But if it's anything more than just a small little red area or blister, then you probably do need to go get them checked out, Um, especially if it's turning like a whitish or gray color. That means you've probably damaged more than just that first layer of skin. And so you want to make sure that um, you go get that checked out by the doctor. We're talking today about the holidays and um, diff- all, everything related to the holidays, gift giving, how to stay safe and happy. Um, we're going to talk about cooking, and we'd love to hear any of your stories that you may have, any, anything that you want to share with your traditions. Um, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, or send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. So another thing with fire safety, like I mentioned, is fireworks. Um, maybe not necessarily this week, but next week for, or the next week, excuse me, for New Year's, we're going to see a lot, a lot of fireworks. Um, so the AAP really doesn't like fireworks um, for obvious reasons. Uh, I always hated working the PZR on New Year's because we saw so many fireworks burns. Um, kids would come with uh, injuries to their hands. You know, you've seen, uh, I think there was a football player a couple of years ago that actually like lost a finger from a firework blowing up in his hand. Um, we see burns on the face um, anywhere, really, because fireworks are very unpredictable. Even a sparkler, you know, something as simple as a sparkler, which I love sparklers. Um, But, you know, those get very hot and they burn down to the bottom. And so you have to think about that with kids. Yes, it's great to get them um, involved and they would love that kind of stuff. But you also want to make sure that you're keeping them safe. So we recommend the AAP recommends you not to actually buy fireworks and to use them with your kids. Uh, but it's okay to go to like the fireworks shows. That's what they recommend to you. And go somewhere where they're going to have a big fireworks show so that your kid can still enjoy the fireworks and appreciate and, um, the fireworks, but that they're not actually going to be touching them uh, where they could potentially be hurt from them. Um, we're talking today about the holidays, uh, traditions, um, gift giving, anything that you want to talk about today. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Looks like we've got a caller, so we'll go next to Dan. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. Yeah, I was noticing a lot of uh, callers coming in, and uh, I was sitting there listening to the show and kept coming to my mind the traditions uh, that... Uh, or established through my children are growing up and um it just seems like this is a perfect opportunity for um children to experience the sense of well-being and being loved when you uh when christmas rolls around and the families get together and it's just something that uh it helps them uh as they deal with life later on to have this uh this sense of well-being that's established uh, when they're young, we uh, used to 
always gather together and and read uh, uh, Bible scriptures uh, on Christmas Eve night, and that continued until our children were uh, into their uh, teenage years. And even then, they loved to do that, and I could tell that that had been something that was uh, ingrained into them. Now, you know, they just really looked forward to that time, and now with it, we've progressed as they've gotten older into uh, game time. And as you mentioned earlier, that does tend, tend to get a little bit competitive at times, but uh, it's just a time that we share together, and, and they look so forward to that. And it's just an opportunity that I think uh, needs to be stressed that, you know, these, this for their psychological well-being, for, their, for all the things that matter. When you have these opportunities, we just need to avail ourselves of those. And uh, I just, I know there are other people out there that have these same uh, experiences, and I thought maybe this would spur some people to step forward and talk about their times. Yeah, well, but, thank you so much for your call. We appreciate that. Yeah, well, I love the show, and I'll, uh, I'll listen to the, to, to the rest of it. All right. Thank you for your call. Yeah, it is. It's a perfect time to establish some new traditions with your family. Um, My family has several traditions that I can think about off the top of my head um, that we still do from even when I was a young girl. Uh, Not just with family, too. You know, some of our best family friends that are... You know, we we call them family because they're essentially our family, um, even though we're not blood related. But we spend every Christmas Eve with them and we have for as long as I can remember. Um, So it's, you know, not just your family. Think about extended family, friends, neighbors. Uh, This is the perfect time to create new traditions with people and um, really build those relationships with them. Um, And like our caller said, it's especially important for parents to establish those uh, new traditions and expand those relationships that they have with their kids. It's perfect time to talk to your kids. You know, uh, like we talked about earlier, giving is the perfect time for lessons on giving and providing for others um, when you are able uh, so that you can send that love out into the world. Um, But with the holidays, you know, besides it's a lot of fun um, and I love the holidays, but it is also a hard time for a lot of people. You know, like we talked about, it's stressful, um, making sure that you feel like you have to have the perfect gift for the for somebody. Um, Some people focus so much on the gifts and get into some financial trouble with that, you know, and feel like that they have to spend and they have to make sure that they have the perfect gift for someone. The other thing that's really hard during this time is, you know, when you've lost loved ones. So uh, it's important, you know, for your mental health during the holidays because, yes, it can be fun, but it can also be stressful. So uh, to make sure that you're staying aware of that, you know, if you start feeling, you know, that pressure to overspend on gifts um, or to feel like you have to have the perfect gift, you know, kind of step back and think about what this season really is about. And like we talked about earlier, this season really is about connecting with your family and your friends and giving to others and sharing that love. And so kind of step back and remember what this season really is about. You know, don't feel that pressure. Um, You know, be sensitive to the other people around you, too. You know, there are several people, unfortunately, um, having had to work numerous Christmases in the past, and I'm working again this Christmas, um, 
it's a hard time for people uh, that are in the hospital and or maybe they lost someone around this time uh, last year or even 10, 15 years. You know, if you've lost a loved one out there, you know, it never really gets easier. Um, So make sure, you know, you're sensitive to those around you that have experienced that loss. Um, It's always a good time to go visit people as well. You know, like I said, those carolers, those kids, we had Carolyn in the hospital the other day. It really brightened up the day. Uh, one of my patients uh, that I saw this morning, he had a little ornament that somebody had brought him, uh, brought to him, and he was telling me about how they visited him and how they sang to him. And you could just see it in his eyes how much it um, lifted his spirits for having to be in the hospital during this time when this is a time to spend with your family and friends, and you're stuck in the hospital. Um, I've had a family member in the hospital on Christmas. I've had a family member in the hospital on Thanksgiving. Um, I've taken care of numerous patients in the hospital on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's hard. It's not a it's not a fun time to be in the hospital. So try to be mindful of those that are are having to experience that. And um, talk to them, you know, uh, encourage them so that that way you're kind of helping them as well get through this tough time. Take care of yourself. You know, it's important that you're sharing these traditions with your kids, uh, but you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself as well. So like I said, if you're feeling that pressure, step back and remember what this time is really all about. So we've got, we'll take another break, but we've got a few minutes left. So we'd love to hear from you. Share your uh, holiday traditions with us or gift giving tips that you may have or any of the safety tips that we've talked about. We'd love to hear from you at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens and MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMNC. Today we've been talking about the holiday season and all the fun times that can come along with that, but also some tips to help keep your family safe um, and keep your family happy too as well. You know, mental health is a very important topic this time of year as well. So we'd love to hear from you. We have a few minutes left. Give us a call and share some of your holiday traditions or any questions that you may have or any uh, tips you have out there for parents, things that you found that are helpful during the holidays. Call us at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. So we'll step away from that for just a little bit. I got an email that I was going to read. Um, There was um, someone that emailed asking a question about her son, who actually has an appointment coming up with a pediatric hematologist oncologist. Um, So she said that her kid suffers from large lymph nodes that don't seem to go away, um, mostly in his neck. 
uh, she's very anxious and doesn't really know what's what's going on and knows that they're probably going to take blood work and just wanted to know if I had any ideas of what potentially it could be. Um, so our lymph nodes are very reactive. Uh, we have lymph nodes all throughout our body. The ones that we typically think about are in our neck, but they're actually everywhere. They're all throughout our abdomen. They're under our arms. They're in our groin. Um, those are some of the bigger ones that we think about. But they're very reactive. So if there is any kind of even a minor infection, um, those lymph nodes are going to swell up because what they're doing is they're most of the time they're draining infection. So um, if it even is just a very mild, mild skin infection, you're going to get a swollen lymph node. Sometimes those lymph nodes can hang around for a really long time, um, months and months. Uh, so a lot of times you'll we'll see that and we'll take it out. And actually, it's just inflammatory stuff that we see in the, the lymph node. And like I said, it's just reactive. That's very common in kids. We see that a fair amount. Um, there's also lots of other different things that can give you swollen lymph nodes. Um, I think you're going to see the right person by going to see the hematologist and the oncologist, the hematologist oncologist. Um, they're the ones that are usually help, help us with lymph nodes. Uh, depending on where they are and how big they are, sometimes we do want to take those lymph nodes out because that can give us a lot of information about what's going on with that. Uh, one of the things she asked, is there any tips to make it easier when they draw their blood? Um, unfortunately, that there it's not uh, when you're there. It's a lot hard. It's it's a, just a hard experience for the kids. One thing you can do, though, is try to prepare him for it. Um, so a lot of times our child life specialist in the hospital will get uh, teddy bears or different stuffed animals uh, that the kid can actually practice taking blood on or giving shots to. So that kind of eases their, you know, anxiety about it they're still going to be very anxious and like I said when you're there it's just really hard Um, but if you can try to ease his anxiety about it let him be the doctor to a teddy bear or a stuffed animal um, so that he can practice taking blood and see that it's not hard and it's not painful Um, it's just a little stick and you know so that's one thing that you could do to kind of help him Uh, when he's actually there you know it's kind of it's kind of hard in the moment, uh, but if you remind him maybe of like a reward or a treat, something that y'all can do after the appointment, uh, maybe go get ice cream together or something like give him a little prize uh, and remind him of that, that may be something that you could do actually in the moment. Uh, but the biggest thing is just try to prepare for that before you go. Um, so I hope everyone has a great holiday season, enjoys their time with family and friends uh, during this time. And remember to spend time with your kids, talk to your kids, start new traditions, um, try to get them involved, uh, get them uh, wanting to volunteer somewhere, um, share the love and their wealth this holiday season. Hope everyone has a great uh, uh, Christmas and New Year's and give us uh we'll see you after the holidays this has been southern remedy kids and teens it's a production of mississippi public broadcasting think radio and is funded in part by a grant from the university of mississippi medical center and generous support from listeners like you today's show is engineered by jay white i'm dr morgan mcleod join us next thursday at 11 for southern remedy kids and teens and stay tuned for npr's here and now coming up next on mpb think radio